and get straight to work. So the Gemara in the middle of retelling a story. Some of the Tanoim, the Amirim, were together in the, on Shabbos, and there was a child whose bris was scheduled for that Shabbos, and his hot water, the hot water which was used in the, uh, in the um, dressing of the wound, um, spilled. Now, didn't have any more hot water. It's a big problem, because it's not safe for the baby. They had to have some kind of hot water, so what should they do? So Rabbah is uh, on the scene. He says, run and get hot water from my house. So they say, what do you mean? How can we get hot water from your house, etc.? Finally, he says, send an Anjou to get hot water from my house. Now, the Gemara says that one of the Amirayim um, had a question. One of the Amirayim wanted to say something. Abaya wanted to say something, but he held himself back because he knew it was not appropriate to ask in the moment, and he figured he would ask afterwards. So, at that, so the Gemara says, at that, at the end, once uh, end of the story, Levasar Hachi. So about a line and half the bottom, Salchsam face. Amalei, my boy is always feeling my. So one of the other Amirim says to him, "What did you intend to ask the Rebbe? What did you intend to ask Rabbi?" So Amalei says, "The Tanya Hazoshvos, Pamula Nachrishvos." Right? We know, or, or really, the Tanya Hazoshvos. Right? Number one, Hazah, the sprinkling of uh, the water, the Paradumah water. Red half for water is the shvost isidir abanan to do that on Shabbos. You're not supposed to do it on Shabbos. Amir l'nachri, right? Speaking to a nachri, a non-Jew, um, it's telling it, commanding a non-Jew to do a prohibition of Shabbos. That's also a shvost. That's also been a prohibition. Ma hazah shvost in derech Shabbos. Amir l'nachri shvost in derech Shabbos. What is the explanation of this strange sentence? Rashi explains, just as Hazah, even though it's a mitzvah, right? Even though potentially a person could want to do Hazah, he could want to be sprinkled with paradum water in order for him to perform a mitzvah. He wants to slaughter his carbon Pesach. He wants to do something holy. Um, nonetheless, he's not allowed to do so much Shabbos. So too, you can't do Amir Lenachri. Even mitzvah, even for mitzvah purposes, there's no permission to do Amir Lenachri. Says the Gemara, Amar There's a difference. There's a difference. This Shvos has the Maisa. The Shvos, the Isra there, Abaran of, let's say, sprinkling the water, that has an action. But over here, this is merely Amir. This is just words. It's just talking. The Hamar, right? Uh, or, or, excuse me. I, I said the wrong thing. <laughs> um, it, 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 is there no difference to you between a shvus which contains, right? Shvus to ispe maisa, which contains the actual, um, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry, yeah, the, which, which contains a, um, uh, which includes an actual action. So, Amalei Rabbi, the Bach says we should remove the words. Amalei Amal and Achrizach. Amalei Rabbi, Barav Khanan, Labaya. Right? So, Rabbi Barab Khan says to Abayim, 
Rabbi Rukhan says to Abaya, and it was not clear to me, by the way, at the time, um, uh, the, when, the, whether this is supposed to be a continuation of the uh, of the conversation or not. Um, definitely, roughly seems like it could have been. But anyway, um, so he says to him, he says to him, how can it be that a Mavli that has such two, uh, a street, a neighborhood that has two such Hashem people like yourselves, right? Um, how can it be that you don't have, that you and Rabba don't have an Eruv in your neighborhood? So it probably was a continuation of that same story. In other words, there was no Eruv, and then people were saying, hey, why don't you have an Eruv? So says normally, my Navid, my Lavurche, right? He says, first of all, my, when it comes to my esteemed colleague Rabba, it's not his way to be busy with matters related to an Eruv, you know around and arranging things it's not that he's too dignified and i i know truth number so i get distracted in my learning right i am not i can't focus on these things i'm totally i'm totally taken up with my life in hule and the people don't really care what we say the acting you might say oh so what i should do is i should simply say there's uh, you know i'm going to give my own piece of bread i'm going to put it in the collective basket for the air of um, for the air of food, right? That's going to be my contribution, right? Maybe that's what I should do. And just leave it there. Set it and forget it. Since sometimes Rashi explains if they were to, right? It seems like maybe just this is an economic issue. Since I'm not always able to really spare that piece of bread, Right, there are times when I'm actually, if someone were to come to me and say, "Can I? I want. I would like to eat the piece of bread that's in the air basket." I would say, "Oh, I don't know. I really kind of need that piece of bread." So that already ruins the air. The food that is made of that makes the air up has to be freely given. Has to be freely given. Titania, we learned in a brayza. Echod if one of the people of the Mavoy asks for some wine or some oil that's being used in the Eruv, um, and no one uh, is ready to spare it for him, so that ruins the Eruv. Says the Gemara, why, so why not, you know, be economical, think ahead. You should give the, you should, for the Eruv purposes, you should, for the purpose of the Eruv, you should give them or is a small amount of vinegar in a, a barrel, like in, you know, deep in your cellar in the bottom of the barrel. You should say this, this one, uh, you know, revius of vinegar, that's for them. Says the Gemara, Tanya, Then the Bryce said that you're not supposed to use um, stuff that is an oitzer, stuff that is, uh, that is um, stored away in bulk. You're not supposed to use that as an Eruv. Asking more about Tanya Mishtaf, and we actually have a price that says you should use it, you're allowed to use it. This depends on Machlekes Beishamah and Beishil. Amazing question. So Rashi explains that, that, um, that uh, the, this whole question really depends on the issue of Brera, depends on whether we can say there's a retroactive selection. And when the situation when you have a large mixture of something which contains something else that you need to have a particular halachic status, um, in a nutshell, um, in a nutshell, the the 
the concern is that you may come to consume the, right, since this is your vinegar supply, you may come to consume the bit of vinegar which, um, which uh, is serving as the air and not realize it. So, uh, and again, if you hold, there's not going, there is no Brera that you can't, right? You can't say, let's say you have a hundred gallons of vinegar and the whole time there's just one little Revius of vinegar that's here and each, each spoonful of vinegar you take out, you say, well, okay, this is not that, that one, obviously, right? Uh, retroactively, this is not that one spoonful of vinegar. And as long as you leave over one spoonful of vinegar, at the end, you're fine. But one Revius of vinegar. But if you, but if you don't believe in Brera, there's no such thing. So therefore, Beishama and Beisil, who argue about Brera, are going to argue about this same issue. It's not Hamis Babais. We have this in Shabbos. You have a, a, a corpse in a house. Didn't have this. We had a very similar halacha in Shabbos. I'm not crazy. You have a corpse in a house. V'loip sachem harbe. And the house has many entrances. Kulan tamein. Right? All the entrances of the house are tamein. Morning, Stan. Morning. Sorry. <laughs> All the entrances of the house are tummy, right? We're just discussing the idea of rera. Um, if uh, you have a corpse in a house, since you must bring the corpse out by way of one of the doors, all the doors become tame. All the doorways become equally tame. It's Xerisa Katsabrash. says there's no explanation. There's no reason. That's just the way it is. Niftach echon mehen. What if one of them was already open? In other words, there was kind of like a... Or, or I should really translate that more correctly. What if one of them was opened, right? There's one of them which kind of is indicated now that it's going to be the door which, through which you're going to bring out the corpse. Uh, excuse me. Um, that doorway becomes Tommy, the rest become tar. Now, if you had the intent to carry it through one of them, or Right, whether a door or a window which has at least four tzvachim, I four tzvachim, matzal kolps up and cool, and that can save the situation for all the other doors. Shami says you would have to have that thought before the person passes away. says no, I can make that determination even after the person passes away. Right, what are they arguing about? They're arguing about brera. Basil is saying I can retroactively select that this was always going to be the one through which. Um, I carry the corpse. Well, Beishamai says, no, there's no such thing. You would have had to set that intent beforehand. So too here. All right. So that's why there was no Eruv in Rabba's neighborhood. It seemed to happen a lot, um, or maybe not a lot, and that's why I made the news. Um, there was a child whose hot water was spilled out. Let's ask his mother if she needs any hot water, right? And if she needs any hot water, since she is a chayla she'emba sakana, she's a chayla she'emba sakana because she's on day eight, right? During the whole seven days after the birth, she's a chayla she'emba sakana, I think, seven days, a chayla she'emba sakana. Now, she's a chayla she'emba sakana. That means that a nachri, a non-Jew, is allowed to do, right? We're allowed to have, we're allowed to do whatever she needs by way of a non-Jew. So, um, that being true, let's just find out if she needs hot water. And once we're heating up hot water for her, we'll heat up. Uh, we'll be able to heat up some a little more for the baby. 
So Amalei Rabbi So Rabbi Shashi says uh, her mo- the mother is eating tomorrow uh, dates. Right? What is that supposed to mean? Rashi says she's eating dates. The significance is she's not eating anything special. She's not eating hot foods because she's ill and not quite right. She's munching on dates. She obviously doesn't need any special hot food. Amalei. No, that is not necessarily a good sign. It could be she's terribly ill and she's lost her, uh, she's delirious. And since she's delirious, she's eating whatever, you know, whatever passes through her hands. But really, she really needs hot water. All right. This happened again somewhere else. So if you see on my page, I have in the bottom right corner, a little diagram in Rashi. So Ashley explains that they had some parts of their houses which were open to the, you know, to the world, and some parts were not. That's where the women would sit, um, I suppose, when company was around. So, in, in terms, right, out of tzniyas, out of modesty. So these were rooms that did not open to the street. They uh, they only opened to the room, other rooms that opened to the street. So Rava said, clear my stuff out of the, from the outermost rooms, the Begavri, the men, the, the 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 guy rooms into the girl rooms, the of the Right, I have a simple idea. I'm going to go in that. Then I'm going to go into the outer room. I'm going to be mevata. Excuse me. I, I I chopped up the Gemara. Um, right. The uh, vatalu. Um. Uh, yeah. The vatalu I'm sorry. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to. Um, uh, be mevatel. I'm going to relinquish my ownership rights on the space, and that way they can, um, they can come and get chamin. They can get uh, hot water from us, from my chater, right? From my chater, because as you can see, the the uh, two houses had connected chateres. They had connected courtyards. If you look at the picture there. So says the Gemara, hold on a second. You're essentially suggesting that you should do a bitl rishus, which goes from one chater to the next, from two different people's chateres. That we know doesn't work. I hold it can work. Okay, good move. Now, says if you don't hold like Shmuel, why are you having them empty rooms? There's no need to empty rooms. Why was he emptying rooms? So actually explains the reason he was emptying rooms was is that he held once he's Mavatulus once he relinquishes his ownership rights, what might happen? Right? So remember, he has the women's rooms, the innermost rooms, the outermost rooms, and then a chatzer, a courtyard. The, court, the courtyard has the hot water in it, so that's why he wants to he wants to open up the courtyard to the use of his neighbors, to whose courtyard connects to his courtyard. So Rashi says his concern is if I don't empty out my courtyard, uh, excuse me, my my front room, my outermost room, people are going to come to carry something from the outermost room into my courtyard as they would on any other Shabbos, not realizing that I've given away, I've relinquished my ownership rights on the courtyard. Um, and therefore, it's like it belongs to somebody else. And if you carry something into there, it's also, you know, I carry something into there. But says the Gemara, but it's not really true. We have a simple solution, right? You, should, you shouldn't have moved all your stuff. Because as soon as they're done getting their hot water, you should have been able to revoke your bittel. Rav, if you, if you really hold... If you really hold not like Shmuel, if you reject the opinion of Shmuel, so 
Why don't you also reject it in relation to the question of um, the ability to revoke the renunciation of ownership rights? Ex post facto, says the Gemara, I know Bahak Shmuel right? I hold like Shmuel in this matter, the Amr ain't Mavatam Chazimavat. That's what he held. He held that you're not allowed to revoke that statement once you make it. It says, Marvelav Chad Taimu, isn't it? One united Svar for that. My Taimu Mavatam Chazimavat, and Lamisham, the cave in the battle, or should say, Stal Klemi Hachalagami, you have like a Ben Chatzar Acheres. The Ain Beturish has me Chatzar Chatzar, says the Gemara. I thought that it's connected. I thought that the reason that Shmuel holds this is based on the opinion that you reject, which is that. Um, once you remove yourself from a particular space, it's like somebody else's chatzar. And once it's like somebody else's chatzar, you cannot do bitl rishos from one chatzar to the next. You can't do mevatlam chayz mevatlam. So says the Gemara, right? So mar nami le nevatlam. Says the Gemara, hasam hainu taimaki heicha deloy lahavi milsud rabban kechuchavetlula. No, it's not because it truly becomes someone else's rishos. It's because it's going to be a mockery of um, of uh, rabbinic law, right? It's not because it's formally, it makes you into a ben chatzar acharis. It's still yours. We don't want to make the uh, the words of the rabbanon look good. Okay. Um, Rav and Shmuel had the Machlechs just described whether or not you can revoke your bittal, your renunciation of ownership rights. So it would seem that their Machlechs is the, that of the Rabban and Rebelezer. The, the Rav Damak Rabban, Shmuel Damak Rebelezer, who's the Rabban and who's the Rebelezer, right? So uh, we saw, we are going to see, I should say, in the Mishnah very soon, Rashi brings that um, uh, um, that um, somebody who does bittel, someone who is mevatel rishus chatzeroi, right? So he does not give up access to his own house, right? He doesn't. There are abundant hold that, that 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 you don't give up access to your own house just because you relinquish the ownership rights on your chatzah on your courtyard doesn't mean that you give up ownership rights to your house, and therefore they can't go in and out of his house. They can only get in, go in and out of the of his part of the courtyard. So what we see is essentially that uh, you're not gone. You're still here, right? Um, and it's not accurate to call, to say that I'm a Ben Chatzar Acheres, that I belong in a different courtyard, while Rebbe Lezer disagrees. Rebbe Lezer says that you, they can carry in and out of the house, presumably. Presumably, they, that Rebbe Lezer thinks that uh, that um, when you're mavato, when you relinquish your ownership rights, you relinquish your ownership rights in your house as well. So it says the Gemara, um, so it must be that they hold mamash, you're like a ben chatzar acharis, you're like you moved out. Says the Gemara, Amr lecharav, I know that I'm going to feel liberal as my opinion can be reconciled even with liberal as a ad, kind of like Amr lebelazer, hasam mavato, just chatzeri. Just basically, the only said that the chutzer, the courtyard, and the house go together. Because there's no, you can't really separate those two things. There's no really such a thing. There's not really such a thing as a house without a courtyard. House always comes with the courtyard. Interesting. House always comes with the courtyard, and therefore, 
Um, and therefore, they can't be separate. He wasn't saying that you're actually not there, that you're truly a Ben Chatzar Acheres, you truly live somewhere else, right? Uh, that you couldn't, <coughs> you can't say that Rebbe wouldn't would, would necessarily say that I can't come back and say, okay, I'm taking my Rishos back. Um, you can't, that you couldn't revoke it. And Shmuel says, my opinion can be reconciled even with their All the Rabbanon were saying is, he was his chatzar and not his house, right? That's just not what he did. He, the, 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 the things, the two can be separated, and we only ever heard him being his chatzar and not his house. But however, it could very well be that that which the, you were misalk yourself from, that which you did relinquish your ownership rights on, you cannot take back on Shabbos. Okay. Somebody who gave his rishos right to everyone else, and then he went ahead and was mighty. He carried something from his. Uh, I'd say from his home into it. So, whether he did it by accident or on purpose, he forbids the area for everyone else. He ruins the area. says, no, that's only if he did it on purpose, not if he did it by mistake. My They must be arguing about this. Right? That's basically the question. Rameir seems to hold. Um, Rameir seems to hold that. Um, um, uh, even if you do it right, that Rumeir who holds that even if you do it, you get your space back and the Arab is over, right? So he holds that uh, you have the ability to take back the space, and if you hold you don't have the ability to take back the space, you do it, but makes it so there's some kind of knas, some kind of punishment, says the Gemara. Um, no, everyone agrees that uh, you can't take back your rishos. It's just a knas for if you do it amazing, it's just a punishment for if you do it on purpose. And the only question is, do we knas, do we apply that same punishment to somebody who does uh, who does the infraction, Bishagi, who does it by accident, Rash, right? So that's, a, you know, kind of a common Shas disagreement. Rashi says, actually, Rav and Shmuel are indeed arguing in the Machlekes of um, Rebelezer and the Rabbanon, as mentioned earlier. Okay. Um, he, doesn't, he doesn't tell us why, he just he doesn't prove it, just says it's a fact. Right. Okay. story used to live with us. That was a story in the Mishnah. Who talked about Tzaduki? We were talking about non-Jews, about Goyim, and all of a sudden you bring in Tzaduki. Right? Who says that you have to rent from Tzaduki? Says the Gemara. We're missing some words. Tzaduki counts as a non-Jew. That's Tanakhama saying. Tzaduki counts as a non-Jew. And you would have to rent from him from Gamliel. does not count as a non-Jew. There was a Tzaduki who lived with us in our street in Yerushalayim. My father said, Right, quickly bring out the kalim, bring out the stuff, um, and take ownership of the space he's giving, me, giving you permission to use so he doesn't change his mind. And 
the Gemara says, Rashi explains, Bahatanya means here it's Benichusa. In other words, it's not a question, but we're just making, you should know that there are abundant disagree. We're making it known that there are abundant disagree. That, um, that Tzaduki counts as a Nachri, counts as a non-Jew. There's a story of a Tzaduki who lives in Gamliel in history, on his, uh, in his alley. Right? Kind of a little more flowery than uh, the other iteration. Quickly put something down in the space which the Tzaduki has cleared up, right? If you remember the story from the Mishnah, the Tzaduki cleared up some space for them. He says, I'm giving you permission to use my space so you can do your Eruv, right? Um, so he says, quickly put something down before this vile person, right? <laughs> the Tzaduki is a bad guy. Before this disgusting person uh, changes his mind. Because he's giving you permission. So he just says, no, that's not what he said. Right, go and do your business during the um, during the day before it gets dark. Um, and that, in theory, could uh, could become a um, um, that if, if you don't get in there first, then uh, you, it could become a problem. Okay, I think that we're going because review who the sheet is going to need a lot more explanation that the is going to be busy with for the next while. Um, so I think we're going to break it off right here.